curiosity um, for the past two years because someone tried the, tried to do this with me and it didn't quite work out. But is it safe or a good idea to put a foot in, in the vagina? Um, so a foot is uh, not very round. Right. <laughs> so it's probably a little bit tricky. Right. Um, and I mean, I think as long as the foot is clean, yeah. you know, there's nothing really wrong with nails it and the fine. nails are fine oh, yeah, for sure, or whatever. For sure. Um, yeah. you know, if it's painful, then I right, wouldn't continue right. going, but you know, I know some people find that very erotic. Okay. So that's what I guess I'm wondering. Is it normal? <laughs> I haven't really researched it. Um, absolutely. I mean, okay. the thing is, is there are many I know. different what is normal? fetishes and many different desires. And now there are probably not as many people into doing that as who are into oral sex, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. It's just a little bit of a tricky thing to make happen. Yes. Um, so, um, and you know, some people enjoy fisting, which is a hand inside the vagina, but the hand is much more mal more malleable and will form yeah. into different sort of shapes and that kind of thing. So it's a little bit easier. Um, that answers my question. There you go. When I was a teenager, we didn't talk about sex. Um, I felt very insecure about um, my body because I didn't have that ultra feminine curvy body. And so, and every time I tried to wear dresses that fit that kind of body, I felt out of my comfort zone. So I just avoided sex and I stuck to sports. Um, and then when I was 21, I started dating someone and I was like, okay, you know what? I, I can't avoid this for my whole life. And he was really great and I felt comfortable with him thought okay I'm ready to take the plunge and when we started getting naked I freaked out and I said to him oh, I'm terrified of your penis I've never seen a penis before mm -hmm. and he was really sweet he gave me a little guided tour he showed me around <laughs> all the little sensitive bits and I was like okay we can make friends and I had no clue what I was doing and we were having sex and there was this build and this build and I'm waiting for something to happen nothing's happening so he stopped and he said to me what do you like and I looked at him and I said Aren't you supposed to know that? <laughs> oh, and he suggested maybe it would be helpful if I knew something about my own body and my own pleasure, which had never occurred to me. What an ideal that like partner! Yeah, no, it was yeah. really oh great. It was really great. So I that was my impetus. I was like, okay, I'm going to practice on my own. I'm going to practice with you. And after two years, and I still couldn't orgasm, I finally I gave up. I said, some people are tall, some are short, some are good at math, others are better at art. Some can orgasm, some can't. And I was pretty comfortable with that. Until a few years in relationships later, I got dumped for not being able to orgasm. Because of that? Because of my inability to mm. orgasm. Yeah. Hmm. And so I thought, okay, um, this is now getting in the way, and I'll walk you over here yeah. to explain the rest of my story. Um, so I went to one of my good friends, and I said, I need to know how to have an orgasm. How do I mm -hmm. have an orgasm? So she... She suggested that I get myself uh -huh. a back massager. So this is a wow. really large toy. I can with, feel it vibrating with before head. it's even on. It's got a head the size of a tennis ball, but no, this does not go inside. Okay. This is the Hitachi Magic Wand. It's known as the Cadillac of Vibrators. Here, I'll turn it on so you can hear it. It's got four speeds starting at like medium to really high. Wow. Whoa. So it's really powerful, and it's what I often recommend for people who have challenges with orgasm. And it was designed, mm. actually, as a back massager, yeah. but it works really well on clitorises in particular. Mm. So um, I went out, and I bought myself one, and lo and behold, I had my first orgasm. And I thought, mm. okay, now I'm part of the club. 
now I know what everyone's been talking about and I was in my late 20s and I thought okay I need to learn about sex so I was taking workshops and reading books watching videos and my sister was getting married and she had a bachelorette party or her bridal shower party and I thought well I should bring her some sex toys right so I wrapped up some sex toys and brought them along and as my sister was unwrapping them she all of her friends were like oh my god what is that thing <laughs> and where do you stick it and what does it do uh, because they, you know all the other presents were like you know salad bowls and wine glasses so I explained it to them and they said you're so comfortable talking about sex you should teach workshops and I thought, wow, that's the first time somebody's told me that I'm actually comfortable talking about sex. But because that evolution had happened so slowly, I'd gradually gotten comfortable. So um, the first workshop I did was with my sister and her friends. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, and then people kept saying, um, you know, uh, you're so comfortable um, talking about sex. You should do more workshops. And uh, we want a comfortable place where we can go to shop. And we want a whole variety of things. So I decided to open Good For Her as a way of doing that. Wow. So you fabulous. opened up this place. You yeah. are the mastermind behind Good For Her. I Yeah. I sort of came up with how do I want it to look. And, and my main mission was I wanted to create a space where people who wouldn't feel comfortable walking into a sex shop would feel comfortable that yes. was my design most people who are coming in are looking for a vibrator so that's what you first see nice. um, that's the majority of what we do is vibrators and then dildos is sort of um, for something a little different is that for like I guess dildos would be used for like a strap-on purpose. I use mine just without a strap. I use yeah. it on myself. Yeah, yeah, so people use them, like what I usually say is a vibrator has power, right? It vibrates, you don't need to move it a lot. You can move mm. it very slowly or just kind of gently. Whereas a dildo, you have to supply your own power. So whether that's your hand right. or a partner's hand or strapped onto a partner, um, generally that's how people use right. it. Pretty much all of the dildos we have could be used as a strap-on. They have mm. a, f a flat base. I call them coffee table dildos. Yes, it <laughs> because is. Because you can leave them out on your coffee table. Conversational and piece. And nobody would necessarily know that that's what it was for, right? Right. So silicone is the, generally the preferred material. It's nice and soft and flexible, so it feels good for that rigorous thrusting. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we like. Yeah. So different people have different preferences. Mm -hmm. for sure. um, a lot of people love the super soft because, um, especially if they get their cervix stimulated, it feels a lot better. Um, so more comfortable for that deep penetration. I personally don't like it because I like um, a firm silicone that more will like really stimulate the G-spot. Some people want it to look like a penis and some people want it to look like anything but a penis. Um, True. Some people are like, you know, I don't really care, but it doesn't have to be super realistic in order to make me happy. Um, and so there's lots of different varieties. Although what I would say is that a dildo with a head is very good. Yes. So that would feel you, good. If you don't have a head on it where it's pronounced, what will happen if it's just smooth all the way down, if you're doing vigorous thrusting, it'll pop out. It yeah. won't catch. And so the, the head on it both feels pleasurable as it catches the opening as well as preventing it from coming out. Mm -hmm. um, so a dildo with a head is a good way to go. And you're a sex therapist, right? Well, not, not I'm more of a coach. Oh. So I don't, I'm not a therapist per se, but I coach people through more 
what kind of sex are you having? What kind of sex do you want to have? How's your relationship? How do you navigate differences in desire? Are you having orgasms? Do you want to have better orgasms? Or how are your erections? So it's much more of um, sort of today, not like processing the past, but today what's working, what's not working, and coming up with very active, suggestive um, kinds of um, homework and things to do to really get your sex life either solo or partnered kind of to a place where you want it to be and do you do couples and individuals yeah. and would you yeah. coach people who are not having any kind of sex? Yes, absolutely yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah so okay. I've had I've had um, individuals and couples really mm. um, so individuals where they feel like oh, I don't have any kind of sex drive and you know or I want to awaken my sex drive or I didn't think I had one and then I sort of met this person at work and then now we're kind of flirting and I'm like where did that come from and now what do I do uh, as well as couples who have stopped having sex because of conflict. I don't really deal with the conflict so much, um, but um, they want to kind of jumpstart that. Or very often couples where they're like roommates. It's like, we love each yeah. other, we have a great time, you know, but there's no spark. Mm. And how do you get that spark going? I can't help but look at that mammoth one over there. How big uh, is that? <laughs> what is it called? This, this one? Oh, down oh, that one. Oh, that's the outlaw. That, I, it looks illegal. I used to be married to an outlaw. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I want to say congratulations. I don't know. He's very wide. He's, what is he? Uh, Holy he's shit. about two inches wide, and he's eight inches long. Holy cow. So he's very big, um, and he's very heavy. <laughs> so you need Aww. a really, if you're going to strap it on, you yeah. need a really oh, sturdy strap on. If yeah. you're going to use it in your hands, you, it'll build your muscles. <laughs> we could bring it to our workout class, one in there each you hand. There you go, yeah. Can I see go. actually how, yeah, how, heavy yeah, how heavy he is? Wow. Um, now, this is just a fantasy for me. I don't know if that would fit inside of me. Well, yeah, so it's for, it's for size queens, really. Okay. Um, but there's two things to consider is the length and the width. So the width, obviously, I always say make sure your eyes are not wider than your vagina or your <laughs> anus, for that matter. Yeah. Um, and so um, sometimes really big can be a bit overwhelming, and it's a bit like, whoa, you don't know what's going on. Um, so bigger isn't necessarily better, but then length is an issue. Right? You're having flashbacks? <laughs> like, so this is... You know, for butt play, okay, that's fair game. For for vaginas, most of us don't have eight inches long inside. And sometimes, I used to wonder, I'm like, where are people putting this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, you know, it's going to come out your belly button. Um, but, um, but the reality is sometimes longer toys are good for um, people who have bigger thighs. Oh, that because makes you sense. Can't get as close to each other, oh, yeah. and so you end up maybe having two or three yeah. inches on the outside, and you need that length right. in order to have five or inches on the inside, which is kind of more of an average length. Um, and so sometimes um, the really long dildos are ones where people just have bigger thighs, and they just want to they want that extra length so yeah. they can feel that more inside. Sense. Yeah, wow. that makes so much sense. Yeah. So there's really been a huge study in terms of, you know, developing all kinds of dildos to suit so many different kinds of bodies. Well, and what's interesting is that people come out with different things. Like sometimes you think like, really, what are you going to do different for a dildo, really? So this like two-tone where it's 
firm on the out inside and mm -hmm. softer on the outside was kind of new. Um, and then here's one that you know looks like an uncut penis. Yeah, so for that's people great. who want something that looks like it's um, been uh, not circumcised, yeah. um, you can kind of see the outline of the head and you've got right. the foreskin yeah. over top of it. Um, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> well, really hot and bothered? Here, uh, here, this is interesting. So Ooh. one of, one of oh, the complaints man. that I get from people who use strap-ons is, I'm giving my partner all this pleasure, but I want pleasure myself. How yes. do I get more pleasure? And sometimes people will put a vibrator mm -hmm. on the inside of a dildo. Um, which is fine, but a couple things happens with that. Usually, if you don't move the vibrator around, you go numb. So if you're strapping this to yourself, your partner's going to get lots of pleasure from the vibration <clears throat> because it's moving inside of them. But for you, strapped against your pubic bone, you're not necessarily, like, you're going to go numb before you get pleasure. Plus, a lot of them have, you would have to, like, take the strap on off, reach down to get underneath the underside oh, of yeah. the dildo to turn it off. And by then, you're just like, turn this thing off. <laughs> um, so what gives a little more pleasure is things like balls. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the balls on sure. someone who has a clit will yeah. hang down over the ball, uh, over your clit, and as the, you thrust, it will give you a little bit more stimulation on your clit. Mm -hmm. So that's that one of the sense. reasons why you might want a dildo that's got balls. Alternatively, um, this is um, uh, made by Happy Valley, which is in Peterborough, where they raise goats and make dildos. <laughs> is and, that on their city side? Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, this is one company. They do both things. Um, and so they have all these ribs um, that rub against the clit um, and a vibrator that's a little easier ex accessible on the outside. Um, and so that's a really nice toy that will rub against um, your clit, if you have a clit. Um, or this new one the Mustang air fills with air and then um, oh, um, and so idea. you get yeah. you get a little bit of extra cushioning oh, against yourself wow, with all awesome. the thrust this is like a very average size so it is like six in real life too long. like outside of the dildo world and yeah six inches long <laughs> and one and a half wide that's yeah. considered kind of average ish yeah. So tomorrow night we have a workshop on sexual dominance for men, which sounds a little odd to some people, like, what do you mean? But mm -hmm. I've had several clients in my practice who um, grew up feeling very strongly about feminist values and I, you know, want to be a good partner. And then their partner is like, yeah, but I want you to throw me down and take me. And right. he's like, oh. How do I do that, right? And how do I maintain being a good partner and a feminist and all of those things, but still dominate my partner? How do I reconcile those two things and how do I do it? Um, so it's a great workshop for men to just explore how to be dominant in ways that they feel comfortable with and that their partner wants. Mm. Um, then we have a workshop on flirtation, which is a little more experiential and you get to flirt during the workshop and learn a little bit more about how to do that with ease. Um, uh, I teach a workshop on bigger, better multiples on orgasms Ooh. for women. Um, and so that's about having more powerful orgasms, um, uh, orgasms in different ways, like from G-spot stimulation, um, 
so that uh, multiple orgasm so that's one that I do there and I do another one on learning how to orgasm so I separated that out because it's a different kind of workshop for people who don't orgasm mm -hmm. at all and we talk about a little more in depth it's an all-day workshop mm -hmm. of five hours um, and it's a very emotional workshop well for sure because there's often a lot of tension mm -hmm. within oneself or within a partnership when orgasm doesn't work so enough. this is more hands-on how is this one taught the giving grade so the head, giving grade head and sophisticated hand job um, we have dildos that okay. we practice on um, we do have um, <laughs> men who are very thoughtful in offering their <laughs> services <laughs> to really? attend the workshop <laughs> for practice purposes. <laughs> I'll be the model. Uh, but we use dildos. Yeah. Um, and because <laughs> some people are kinesthetic learners, and so just getting a chance to actually practice it means that you're more likely to remember it. Yeah, mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Jesse and I attended That's a... Myself, yeah. We went to a blowjob. Yeah, blowjob <laughs> workshop that involved vegetables. And, it, you yeah. know, I got a leek, you know, like a leek. So <laughs> it wasn't quite oh. the right shape and, and a cucumber. Right. So I tried both. So we sense. have another one on breast pleasure, another one on anal pleasure. That's one that I lead. And I just wrote a book on um, anal sex basics mm. um, based on that workshop. We make sure that all of our workshops, we try and be body positive. You know, we've got a couple uh, books like Hot and Heavy, um, Fierce Fat Girls on Ooh, Life, Love, wow. and like um, Fashion. Big Big Love is a great um, book on um, sex and relationships for people of size. The Ethical Slut is a great <laughs> book on um, how to have multiple connections in ways that are open and consensual and ethical. Um, so uh, it's something that a lot more people are exploring. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a good book for starting that conversation and learning a little bit more um, because we don't have role models that are positive around that right we don't have mm -hmm. ethical multiple relationships so the, the model that we've been given is monogamy plus cheating right mm -hmm. that this is so true and so people don't really know how to do that I mean a lot of people don't we don't learn how to do relationships anyways but mm -hmm. you know to do multiple relationships we don't have a lot of resources or examples in movies or books or the media mm -hmm. um, about how to do that in a healthy safe mm -hmm. consensual way where everybody's happy about what goes on because lots of people are also closeted about being poly or being into kink or yeah. having a foot fetish right so you know is that what I have um, <laughs> um, so whatever it might be you know you might be surprised to know that the person working next to you um, in the cubicle yeah. actually has a whole other life that you had right. never no idea about <laughs> and you might think you're the only person whereas you know there might be several other people at work you just this yeah. just not what you talk about not what you divulge because of the shame around sex um, and also that some people just want to mm. be private so if somebody came in here who's just never had sex how would you guide them at all who's not even you know maybe familiar with their body and you know likes dislikes how would you start off yeah um so i find um just starting off with tools to explore is the way to go um we do get people who are have been told to come here by their therapist because they don't know their bodies mm -hmm. um or they sort of feel confused because their um therapist or their partner has said like just explore and they're like 
where, where do I start? Right, like, right. really? Uh, for what? Like, where? How? And I, I totally understand that because I was that way. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, there's a vagina. What else am you feel like? What do you want me to do? Um, so often, um, so this is a book that I wrote called Sex Ooh. Yourself. So this is my first book. Um, oh. And it is all about solo pleasure. Um, but many of the techniques apply to partner pleasure as well. Um, so you know, it debunks what that, you know, what, what is sex. Um, it talks about why masturbation is healthy and how it enhances relationships. We're not rather than taking it, um, sort of pulling it apart and not being healthy, a whole section on anatomy and learning where all the erogenous zones are, um, getting yourself into the mood. Um, and then I have a whole bunch of techniques um, that you can try so that you can sort of figure out, do I want to do the figure eight? Do I want to do the G spot? Do I want to do the windshield wiper, the squeeze tease, um, the her job, right? And so I was really adamant with this book that I wanted to include techniques because a lot of books on sex, especially solo sex, don't. They're kind of like, just explore. Here's the erogenous zone. Let's go explore. And people are like, I don't know. What do I do now? <laughs> Um, a section on toys, a section on um, hot solo sex with a partner, um, a whole section on orgasms. So I would start with something like that. And um, if they think they might like vibration, um, a very simple, basic vibrator. Um, and so I'll bring you over yeah. here again. I usually recommend something kind of shaped like mm. this. Not okay. super big, not like the outlaw, mm -hmm. right? This is a lot what, narrower. What is that called? This is called the Live. Um, and, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be this specific vibrator, but anything that is long and thin and appeals to you aesthetically. Because if you don't find it aesthetically pleasing, you're not going to pick it up. Um, things mm -hmm. that I, reasons why I like this toy is it's slim. It's um, uh, a nice material. It's silicone. It has a low setting that's quite low. So if you feel that, it's actually low. Some of them, you put them on low, and they're really high. And it's like, whoa, that's going to be jarring for someone. Yeah. Um, but it also goes to high, and it has different settings. Um, so that's what I like about this. It's smooth. Um, so, and this, and I usually will say, like, this is a great shape. You can put it on your clitoris. You can put it all the whole length of your vulva. You can put it inside your vagina, and you can angle it in different directions to get different sensations. You can move it gently. You can put a condom on it, put it on the outside of your anus, because we have tons of nerve endings on, our, um, on the outside of our anus. Use it on your nipples. Um, and then mm. if you're having partner sex, you can put it against your cheek or your throat ah. while you're going down on a partner. Um, you know, again, on a partner, you can do the same Hummers. thing if your partner has a vulva, if your partner has a penis, you can roll it around the penis, you can roll it up and down the frenulum, which is that upside down V on the testicle side, really loves a little bit of vibration. Um, getting the testicles or behind the testicles, mm -hmm. the anus. So it's a good all-purpose, uh, multifunctional mm. kind of vibe. Would you ever recommend putting a vibrator in your anus? Uh, a vibrator that has a flared base can go in your anus. Okay. A vibrator that doesn't have a flared base, oh, right. um, sometimes they get swallowed oh. by the butt. 
Right. And you don't want to then have to try and get yourself to <laughs> oh, the emergency ward. Oh, my gosh. Um, and if you know anyone who's worked in an emergency ward, they <gasps> will have all kinds of horror stories really? about things that people have launched oh, yeah. in their butts, unfortunately. Wow. So it has to have a flared base. Yeah. Um, softer, I find, is more pleasurable. Um, our anus has twists and turns, and so yeah. something softer will accommodate those twists and turns. Yeah. Something hard will just ram into it and won't feel pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Um, so anal vibrators are also a great way to go. I don't normally recommend that for a beginner, mm-hmm. but no, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sometimes, sometimes people know that about themselves. Do you sell gag balls? We do. They're okay. up in the front with our kink section. Okay. I've always been curious about it, using it on someone, having yeah. it used on me. This one is made of rubber or the silicone. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is a leather one, so if you oh. have a leather fetish, you have something uh-huh. leathery to That would be quite a different on. sensation. Yeah. What is that little black thing? This one. Oh. So this is um, a nipple sucker. Oh, nice. So, um, I can use I, one of those. And so you put, <laughs> you squeeze the air out and then it holds on. Um, Could you use something like that on your clit? Or you could, you yeah. Could. Oh. Do you want to try that on your inner arm there? And then you can play with it a little oh. when it's on your nipples, right? <laughs> nice. That will add some little intensity. Yeah. That's great. I have such so. sensitive nipples. Mm-hmm. That oh, would great. Be, yeah. Lovely. So that would be helpful. And then you have like the nipple, nipple clamps. clamps. I like the, the, oh. the fancy bejeweled ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dangly <laughs> things. Do these come in different kind of, what do you call that, tensions? So most of them are adjustable. <clears throat> okay. Ah. So, for example, it has yeah. a little screw in there. Mm-hmm. Because not everyone oh, wants yeah. it tight. Sure. So you can put it on with a little bit of tension or you unscrew it a bit and it goes a little bit tighter. Yeah. Um, so generally I recommend for people to start out with something adjustable. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones are not. These are Japanese clover clamps. Oh, those are pro clamps. And Whoa. these are really intense. And then Holy you can gosh. actually pull them tighter if you pull on the chain. That looks like those old school hole punchers, but it doesn't punch yes. a hole. No. <laughs> no. So would you wear this for sexual play or would you, could you wear this out under your clothes? I guess. So something like the jewels, you could totally wear it under your clothes. Now, yeah. I mean, if you have a yeah. tight <laughs> You're going to see it. a little bit obvious. Yeah. I think I want to wear those when I'm making dinner. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>